When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 2173, When a Busy Mind Gets in the Way of Minimalism, by Don Starks of simplemoneypro.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Now it's Minimalist Monday, I'm gonna keep this intro nice and minimal, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. When a Busy Mind Gets in the Way of Minimalism, by Don Starks of simplemoneypro.com. When I close my eyes and imagine a perfect day in my minimalist, simple life, a quiet voice speaking in its best NPR hushed tones speaks inside my head. I wake without an alarm, do some stretches and gentle yoga, and meditate for 10 minutes to start the day. After a large glass of water and some hot tea, I settle down to read for an hour before my family wakes and my day starts. And then, wham, I'm back to my current day reality. It's good to have dreams and good to have goals, and I have plenty of both. While I aspire to a slower cadence and a calm, low-stress life, right now I define success in that department differently. Do you? Minimalizing my life has been an ongoing project for more than two decades, but I am still a work in progress. Honestly, I've had some glorious short-term successes during some life intervals. My year of pregnancy comes to mind. In general, I spent that year being laser-focused on my health and growing a healthy new human being. During my pregnancy, when I was told to dial back my work schedule under the threat of a bed rest order if I did not comply, I was all too willing to shift from my four-day work week to a three-day work week. That was more than a decade ago, and I have largely kept my three-day work week habit intact. In fits and starts, I've worked to simplify our home and my schedule. Decluttering the things in our home was actually the easier project for me. Decluttering my schedule has been more challenging as I do not like to let people down. By prioritizing my family, however, I've made great strides in keeping my schedule reasonable. There's one aspect of me, however, that resists mightily to slowing down and chilling out. My mind. Whether it is those hamsters running on the wheel in my head if I wake up in the night, or simply my inability to stop thinking about plans, ideas, or scenarios throughout the day, my mind refuses to go gently into that simple, minimal night. Have you tried meditating? This is the first thing people suggest to me when I bemoan my nonstop mind. Of course I've tried meditating. It's abundantly obvious to me that I need to meditate. I make excuses about not having time to meditate, but that is baloney. The fact is that I have not made meditating a priority. As a result, my mind continues to run the risk of careening off the rails. Have you tried exercising? Yes, I have. 
Exercise comes in fits and starts for me. I don't love it naturally, and I haven't found a routine physical activity I can't live without. What a pity. The irony of all of this is I am totally capable of slowing down and enjoying the simple things. I am not one of those people who can't sit still for five minutes without looking at my phone, and I am not one of those people that must be busy all day. How do I know this? Because I do it all the time. My struggle is when I try to commit to that state of serenity for any great length of time. And why is that? Because I adore being busy. I thrive when I am juggling multiple projects. In the mornings, I frequently wake before my alarm goes off. But I don't take it slow and easy. There's no hushed voice in my head. Instead, I am fired up and ready to make things happen. I greet the pets, make my tea, and get to work. Mornings are my writing time and my review the day for maximum efficiency and effectiveness time. I continue to admire from afar folks who spend large chunks of their days being quiet, peaceful, and content, a state of being that is seen as the goal of minimalism and living the simple life for many. Living the simple life for me doesn't look like that. Instead, it looks like an uncluttered home most of the time, a schedule that reflects my priorities most of the time, and a passion for all the projects and roles I currently fill by choice. Please don't jump to the conclusion that I just haven't experienced enough of the good life to appreciate what I'm missing. I've experienced many days where I dispense with work and just read, relax, and play with my family. Those are fabulous days. But more often, my head hits the pillow after a very full day doing things that I love, and I experience deep satisfaction. The rest that follows a productive day is my favorite kind of rest. I lie down and review all the wonderful things my family did and all the work I completed. Then I smile, sigh, and instantly fall asleep. I realize my busy life doesn't meet most people's definition of minimalism or a simple life. But here's the thing, I very rarely do anything that I don't absolutely want to do. My schedule has been sufficiently decluttered of the things that no longer feed me and instead is filled with the things that matter the most. There just happens to be a lot of those meaningful things at the moment, and I'm just fine with that. You just listened to the post titled, When a Busy Mind Gets in the Way of Minimalism by Don Starks of simplemoneypro.com. Thank you to Don for a more rare Minimalist Monday type post. I don't know about you, but I completely related. It's nice to hear the other side because like she mentioned, we often hear how important it is to slow down. But some of us want to be running around feeling busy. I think the key is awareness, which by the way, meditation does help with and she mentioned in this post, but no pressure if you're not into it. If we can be aware enough to realize that we prefer to not have slow days, then that's great. Again, something I've recommended besides meditation is mood tracking because you can get a sense of what amazing days actually looked like to you. Simply tracking your mood and what you did that day, then taking a look back and seeing what really caused those best and worst days is really helpful. Maybe the busy days were great, who knows? So something to think about as we start the week. Have a great one and I'll catch you tomorrow with the rare book excerpt and where your optimal life awaits.